0: Hello, I'm Justin Belguarini, CEO and founder of Live to Perform, and you are listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Find Your Biggest Weakness. Kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. As artists, we work years, decades, sometimes our entire lives honing our craft, trying to become masters, and yet it's all for moments, for a great audition, for a great performance, for a great run in a show. But what happens in between those moments? We are doing battle every single day with ourselves and with the industry and with all the things going on in our lives. But. The real question is, how do we prepare our minds, our spirits, our bodies, and our business sense to do battle and to win on the battlefield of our artistry? The Warrior Artist Podcast answers those questions and a whole lot more. I'm Justin Belguarini, and you're listening to The Warrior Artist Podcast. forget being in my mid-twenties, living in Los Angeles, and hanging out with some of my friends. Now, if anybody is listening to this who lives in Los Angeles or has lived in Los Angeles, you'll know what I mean when I say I had a handful, maybe like four or five really close friends, and then everyone else was just acquaintances, but I was hanging out with my actual close friends, and we were at a buddy's house up in the Hollywood Hills, and I'll never forget, somehow we got onto the topic of, like, nicknames for one another, and everyone there, and still people in my life, call me by the first letter of my first name, J., But we were like, well, what are, like, other sort of nicknames? Because I think we might have been watching a boxing match. And, you know, it's like, Pretty Boy Floyd. And all these, like, you know, what would we call? What would we call each other? And so everybody's going around the circle. And we were laughing, having a good time, coming up with ridiculous nicknames. And one of my good friends, who's still a very good friend to this day, when it came to me, everyone was kind of stumped. And he said... Butterfly J. I was like, well, that's <laughs> that's, not like, that's not like a cool nickname, you know? I don't, I don't necessarily need it to be tough, but Butterfly? And he said, yeah, because you, like a butterfly, you just kind of go flip from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And it struck me because he was right it was the first time anybody had ever brought to my attention how fickle I could be in terms of well pretty much everything when it came to relationships or business decisions or uh, you know even ordering things at restaurants just being like ah well, maybe I'll have no I'll have this and What that one innocent comment, not meant with any malice, but just a a real honest appraisal of how he viewed the way I went about things, was a catalyst for, (laughs) finally, all these years later, me discovering my biggest weakness. And... My biggest weakness is that I will get really excited about something and I will go all in. I will play all out. I will do. I'll just go straight to the mat. And yet, when it comes time to deliver, when it comes time to show the goods and take the last few steps in the past, I've often gotten distracted. And there's been another shiny object that has come along right before I finish the job that I had been so passionate about, worked so hard on, and I, and I start something new. Have any of you ever experienced this? I mean, it's, it's really just as simple as something uh, also that, that my wife will do and that I'll do as well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna blame her because i am solely her because i am certainly to blame as well and that is my wife loves to start five or six jobs around the house and i mean maybe that's organizing this maybe that's starting a new chapter in her book or uh it's not necessarily you know domestic work um I want to be careful not to make it seem that way because my wife and I share the domestic responsibilities and and gladly. But she'll start like five or six different things. Like, we just got a a ring, you know, that doorbell to let you see people. No, she started that thing yesterday. And then uh, we're watching Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. I mean, it's just taking the nation by storm. And... You know, we started to uh, put our clothes into a huge pile over here. So all these things that we start, but we never finish any of them. And she doesn't finish any of them. And so when it came to my, my life, my business, even in my relationships then, obviously I'm in a lifelong relationship now, but then it's just, you know, right when you get to the hard part... There'd be some other shiny person that came along and you'd be like, "Oh, maybe I should be. Maybe this one's the one. Maybe the other. Because it shouldn't be hard. All the excuses and reasons. But I realized that that was my biggest weakness. And if I'm not careful now, it can still be my biggest weakness. That's so why I'm very methodical, and it has taken me time to figure out. Okay, how can I, how can I become a finisher? closer, if you will and so when my buddy said that to me he said, Butterfly J, bouncing from project to project, from flower to flower is what he really said, I realized that that was something that was holding me back from the life the career, and the love that I wanted to have and I realize that even today with people and performers in our business we go out of our way to I don't want to say be weak that's not really what it is but we go out of our way to keep ourselves down and to ignore our weaknesses or You know, just place blame elsewhere. And what I mean by that is... Okay, let me say this. Think about it. We ask ourselves questions every day. I've spoken about this in another podcast, but it bears repeating. We ask ourselves questions all the time. And when we get up in the morning, it's something as simple as, what am I going to eat for breakfast today? What am I going to wear today? Those questions are universal. But when it comes to performance and when it comes to our entertainment lives, we tend to ask ourselves, especially when we're down or we haven't had the kind of success that we wanted to have, we tend to ask ourselves some pretty bad questions. Now, the thing about questions is that they will always have an answer. Your brain, our brains, are brilliant machines that will always give us an answer. So, the quality of your questions determines the quality of your answers. If you ask yourselves, and if we ask ourselves, I should say, bad questions, we're going to get bad, I don't mean good or bad, if we ask ourselves just questions of low quality, how about that? We're going to get low quality answers. It's just the way it is. If we start to be- begin to ask ourselves, so example, if you ask yourself, you know, why am I so bad at this? Why do I keep getting rejected? Why does no casting director like me? your brain is going to come up with answers for all of those based on all the negative stuff that's happened before. And most likely those answers are going to turn inward towards you. It's like Just all, if all of your negative experiences are knives, you know, and they're, and they're floating in the air around you and they're all, all the points are facing outward, you know, as though they're going to fly off in in a million different directions around you. Well, when you start to ask those questions, why am I so terrible? Why can't I figure this out? Why? It's like each, it's like you're just reaching out and you're turning each one of those knife points towards you and they're just sitting in the air and you're just turning them all around towards you and eventually they begin to turn themselves and then the answers come and it is it is like little knife attacks on your spirit it is like little knife attacks on and they may not all come at once but they come and they pierce the 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 veil of energy that we have around us. I'm, I'm sorry I'm getting a little metaphysical here, but do you see the visualization? Do you see what I'm talking about? And we begin to then, if it's almost like we're in a sort of a bubble of, of energy and goodness and light and kindness or whatever spirit, whatever you want to call it, those little knife attacks make puncture holes, puncture holes in, <laughs> in puncture wounds rather, in our Peace of mind and our joy and our motivation and all the other goodness that we surround ourselves with that we work hard oftentimes to surround ourselves with and out of that leaks that good energy with every one of those attacks that we put on ourselves so when we begin to ask ourselves better questions instead of, oh, why am I so bad at this? The better version of that is, how can I become better at this? That's going to feel weird at first when you do this. A, just, and I'll get to the steps in a minute, but just having the awareness of doing this can be challenging. But When you begin to ask yourself better questions, you begin to get better answers. And you begin to see the resources that are all around you. Because believe me, part of this podcast is designed to help you not fall into, to leap over the pits that I and so many of my peers have fallen into. And when you're on the grind and you are doing multiple audition performances a day and just grinding through the week, or you have these major sort of audition performances that you have to gear yourself up for for sometimes weeks. You know, in my case, it was a month, month and a half maybe for the Hamilton audition. It's very easy to fall into these pits of you know despair these quagmires that you've got to spend energy that you could be devoting to being the best that you can be in your learning and in upping your skill sets in order to really nail an audition you got to spend that just getting yourself out of these mental pits of despair and of doubt and whatever other things come up for you. And so in order to better understand how to find your own weaknesses cuz that's really what this is this is about. This is discovering your your biggest weakness. You know, if we were in a castle and we're building this castle and we know that We've built this castle, rather, and we know that an enemy force is approaching. We would want to make sure to shore up our defenses. Make sure that we walk around the castle and we see where... uh, things need to be built up or the wall needs to be patched up or or the the ramparts need to be fixed and whatnot and then we then we go up top around the castle and say okay do we have enough arrows for our archers and i'm trying to get into a medieval reference here but you know what i'm saying you must search for your weak points because that is the difference between victory and defeat It can be the difference between victory and defeat. So asking better questions is is certainly one way. Instead of why am I so bad? How can I get better? Watch the declarations that you make about yourself too. I make this one all the time. When people are like, hey, you remember that person's name? I was like, oh, I'm terrible at names. And that's a declaration, it's a mantra. And you say it enough over and over and over and over again, you say it enough times over and over again, and it sticks. Not only do questions give us, uh, poor questions give us poor answers for our brain, our brain also is, is malleable, is able to be shaped. And if you say something to yourself enough times, it becomes your truth. So watch out for that. But some of the steps to figuring out your weakness. Awareness. Becoming aware of the things you do and say about yourself. Beginning then to track that. Write some of the things down. If you, you know, your phone or wherever. You When you become aware of those questions that you're asking yourself that might not be the greatest. Or aware of those things that you say about yourself that might not be the greatest. Write them down. Because... Awareness sometimes can be curative. Just being aware of the things that you're saying to yourself may just stop you from saying them. It's not the magic bullet. It can be for some things. For some of your real deep, deep, deep things that that's going to take awareness and tracking and analysis, which is the next step. So being aware of... And then tracking, writing it down, and then analyzing that, going back and looking at that and saying, man, where did that come from? Why do I, why do I do that? And beginning to dissect and go back and see what was the, when, when was the first time I started saying these things about myself? What's my earliest memory of this negativity or trauma? And when you begin to uncover your own history like that, and you begin to see how it has shaped your world and your actions, and how something that happened X amount of days, months, years, decades ago, is now still affecting and shaping what's happening to you in the present. You can begin the process of moving away from that and rewriting the programming, in essence, (laughs) that has gotten you to where you are and that continues to run where you are in the present. And then I think the last and maybe it's part of awareness it's not necessarily the last step I think it's part of the awareness I think ask your friends and your family hey what do you think what do you think like my big weakness is and be prepared to not like the answer <laughs> you know when we uncover these things we uncover painful truths but I mean that's the, that's that that's the heart of what we do I believe I know I like to make these declarative statements, like it's the one thing, it's the heart of what we do. Obviously it's not the the whole story, but it's part of the heart of what we do is we uncover painful truths every night in the theater. I don't care if you're in comedy or in a drama, if you are doing your job telling the story, and if that story is a good story, then there are painful truths that are uncovered either in your work or through your work by someone in the audience. That's good theater that moves and changes and causes us to question the things we believe. And so when you ask your friends and family what your weakness is be prepared to not like the answer. Be prepared to be triggered, (laughs) you know? But also be prepared to do what it takes to grow and learn and expand. Because awareness is not enough. You've got to track it and analyze it and question it and, and dig in and say, is this really true? And if it is true, does it serve me? And if it doesn't serve me, how can I create a new truth? How can I set down this childish thing and expand and grow and learn and finally get the things I deserve? not want, deserve. We all, if we are doing the work, deserve success. Comes in various forms, but I believe we all deserve it. We put ourselves, you put yourself out there. If you do the work, if you do good work, if you hang in there, and if you truly invest your spirit into this business. I believe we all deserve success. And it comes in varying forms. But you can have it. But it takes work. And it takes uncovering painful truths. And one of the greatest ways that you can begin to achieve the success and to begin to overcome the defeats of the past is to understand, accept, and change your weaknesses into your strengths. That's all I got for you. I'm Justin Belgorini, and you've been listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, anything, please do not hesitate to email me at justin at ilivetoperform.com That's justin at I-L-I-V-E-T-O- P-E-R-F-O-R-M dot com.